Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Welcome back. Wow, we back. Hello, welcome Tully. Back to Kem- oh, I was going to say welcome back to Chemistry <laughs> House Picks of the Week. No, we just filmed our app and we are welcome back to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. Yes, it is us. How are you? I'm good, thank you. That's good. Yes. What's been going on? No, nothing. Just we went to Gold Coast for a few days, which was nice for a little bit of a break and then just been working, trying to have a little bit of a rest day. Do you know what? We just got told as well that we need to have a rest day and you, like Sally and Sarah, you might benefit from a four-day working yeah, week. which I like. I'm like, we used to do that. Yep. We used to have like a Friday, so it was like a bit of a low-key check your emails but it wasn't really a working like actively working Mm. day and I think after that conversation with Dr Abby I'm like I think we need to probably incorporate that back into our schedule 100% for the um, amount of chi and whatever we've got going on our stress I think we have to yeah absolutely (laughs) what about you how are you I'm really good I think the the night the few days in Queensland was a beautiful little reset for us this time of year is one of my favourite times of year. It's just like you get over winter, you can smell the jasmine, people are mowing their lawns, football finals, everyone's up and about. I yeah. love it. Although the last few days have been a bit chilly, but I do love this time of the year as well. So it's very exciting. By the time this episode comes out, we'll be having a four-day week because we'll have yes, the Friday off. That is true. It will be grand final. No, that's only if you live in Victoria or Melbourne. I don't know if it's Victoria. I think it's just Melbourne-wide, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if Geelong get it either. No, I think yeah. it's just Melbourne-wide, but we get so silly. We have a public holiday for the AFL grand final. It's not silly. It's one of the greatest I mean, days of the year. It's silly. <laughs> No, I'm not complaining. I mean, when you work for yourself, a public holiday doesn't really mean anything, but it's a silly random day off for Melbournians. But apart from that, life is good. We're doing great. Yeah, life's good and we're just hanging out for this episode to come out because it's a big banger. Do you know what? You might have to break this down into a couple of episodes, like listen. Yeah, like a few car rides. Exactly. We had Dr. Abby on who is one of our traditional Chinese medicines, mm-hmm. medicinist. Don't know. Herbal medicine. medicine. I don't know. Chinese medicine. But, and she, people might recognize her from, we both get facial acupuncture from her, but my God, is she just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to health, health problems. Not just looking at that one condition, okay, where else does this affect your body? Mm. And the funny thing is, and we keep saying it, it, a lot of it comes down to your thoughts. Yeah. I said to her at the start of the podcast, I'm like, oh, my God, you're kind of like a therapist as well. There's like so many elements of Chinese medicine. It's not just poking needles in your body. It's not just giving someone Chinese mm. herbs. It's like really getting to the root of like where these problems are coming from. I think it's really cool. I have been saying, I've been doing Chinese medicine since I was like 14 and I opt 
to see a Chinese doctor before I go to a general GP, yep. depending on the health concern, that is. But I think a lot of us go to the GP, and I'm not giving medical advice or anything like that. I think a lot of us try and get a quick fix. Mm. And I think she even says it in the podcast, it's like she'll treat a problem, but you probably won't see results for like a three to six month period, but you have to be consistent. Yeah. And I think it's something, I mean, how relaxed do you feel when you go to the Chinese doctor? Oh, and for me, I, I'm also seeing Abby for my hair growth and I can see the difference already and it's mm. been one month. Yeah. But half of that is me also chilling out. Mm. But we also talk to her. So we talk about hair growth. We talk about probably the, the most common issue amongst females, which is digestion, digestion and bloating. Period. We talk pregnancy. Yep. It, like we cover so many different health topics in this that there are so little, so many little snippets that you will take away. Yeah, and I think one thing that I'm taking away is I'm going to start doing foot baths as of tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you and Ella Ding will yeah. be doing that. I'm like, I'm all for uh, foot baths. So I think that's one thing, you know, I'm going to incorporate. But we also talk about a lot about the cosmetic acupuncture, acupuncture side. I, that's kind of her specialty mm-hmm. and that's why Sarah and I started going to see Dr. Abby was for the cosmetic acupuncture and I know a lot of you had a lot of questions in regards to that first Botox and all that kind of stuff and she really breaks it down and there were so many and about the gua sha like the meridians in your face like there's so many amazing things if you're kind of seeing her more for like the cosmetic side. Like there's so many big nuggets in there. The amount of benefits you can do at home just using a gua sha, mm. she explains, like yeah. could transform your face, your life, your sinus. Structure exactly. Your, yeah. So it's pretty crazy. And if you enjoyed this episode and you are thinking about going to see Dr. Abby, definitely hit her up because can confirm she's amazing and, yeah. Check the notes for all her details as well. See below. But enjoy this episode. We bloody loved it. It's full of valuable information. And if you liked it, don't forget to like the episode and give us a rating because it really helps. (laughs) Dr. Abby, welcome to Curious Conversations. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's been a minute. We've, well, you've been on it wanting to come on for a little bit. You mean you've been wanting me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's not lie. Ever since I first met you, I'm like, this is love. This is love. <laughs> now, you are our, one of our Chinese medicine acupuncturists and I've been learning a lot. Like I've only known you for a short amount of time, but I've learned a lot from you. Some would call it love bombing. Others would call it information bombing. <laughs> um, love bombing is a bit of a thing I'm trying to steer away from. So, at the sorry, moment. information bombing. Yeah, information. Enthusiasm bombing. <laughs> but what is Chinese medicine for those people that haven't experienced it yet? Um, short answer, mm. it's a lifestyle medicine. It's an entire lifestyle medicine that incorporates anything from your mental health, emotional well-being, digestive internal function, muscle function, movement function. It cannot separate your physical, mental, emotional, or esoteric orientation. Mm -hmm. Everything is in balance and in harmony. So, uh, I mean, it's over 4,000 years old, so it's it's got an age history similar to Ayurveda, if not Mm -hmm. older, um, and it has just been able to last millennia. Mm, essentially so, so if you're set like if something's wrong with 
your digestion, they look at other areas. Totally. Body. I yeah. can't separate your digestion or your bacteria in your large intestine from your mental well-being, from your anxiety, oh, wow. from your quality of sleep. Do you have, you know, sore backs of your legs? Uh, are you dissatisfied at work? Are you feeling a bit stagnant in your relationships? Have you lost your connection with your God? All of that is the same Wow. harmony or picture or function, which is what I find really beautiful because I'm not limited by your culture or your religion uh-huh. or your faith or absence of it. Mm. That can all be correlated into your lifestyle wellness plan that will actually make you function healthier and be healthier and be the most balanced version of yourself that you can be. Wow, there's so much more to it than what I actually thought. Yeah. That's mm. crazy. Kind of like a therapist in a way too. We are, but then I refer. (laughs) (laughs) I know where my limit stops. So like a lot of our friends, one's recently just gone to Chinese medicine. She's like, how have I not done this Mm. before? How it would differ from Western medicine is say Western medicine just sees your symptom and so that's micro-orientated. Yep. So usually when you use a Western medicine model, they're looking at the cellular function mm. or individual. They don't look at the collective of symptoms mm. as a whole picture. They look at the collective of symptoms in order to diagnose one condition. So if you have a lot of bloating or digestive issues, they normally go straight to IBS mm-hmm. and they treat irritable bowel so syndrome, true. which they'll go, oh, you're celiac or there's one food that you should avoid. And we're kind of like, mm. or. Mm. So when we look at it, we go, okay, IBS is a variation of issues. IBS Mm. can be constipation. IBS can be constantly shitting yourself. Mm. IBS can be no control of your bowel movements. IBS can be sometimes you've got control, sometimes you don't. Uh, Sometimes it's loose fecal matter. Sometimes it might even be leakage. Like there's a whole variation of that uh, spectrum. And in Chinese medicine, we're like, but which one is your most normal? Mm. Which happens after food? Which happens without food? What else is going on in your life? Do you have heart palpitations? Um, Do you have any history of asthma? You know, do you get sore elbows and rheumatoid arthritis? Do you have any other symptoms? What's your sleep like? What does your actual bloating feel like? And we wouldn't necessarily say it's gluten. Mm. We could go, I think it could be a cacophony of foods that set off an inflammatory process mm. or that you actually have. We don't even call it IBS. We just call it poor digestion. Yeah. Okay. And, and that can be like six different diagnoses again. Yeah. Because that's probably the most common thing I see amongst females yeah. and friends is digestion. So if someone came to you, mm. you would be like, what else is going on in your life and stick a few needles in? In, in Chinese medicine, yep. that was what you do. If you come to me, I'd be like, what is it you can't digest in life? Like, is yeah. it the patriarchy? Oh. Yeah. Like, it's, it's for women, yep. like inverted commas, uh, not being able to digest, how much do you swallow? Like, oh. how much literally are you like, fuck this, bite my tongue, and then you're in knots. Yeah. Oh, the so emotional aspect of it. So it's like stress a, too? Like, there's a form of yeah. stress, there's a form of anxiety, there's a form of repression. If we look at it physiological, like if we look at the anatomy of the body, when you have digestive issues, are you talking about up near your diaphragm, mm. so above mm. your belly button? Are you talking your upper abdomen, so literally above your belly button? Are you talking lower abdomen? So every area of your, we call that the middle jowl, every area of your tummy, where do you feel the indigestion? Mm. Or is it just bloating? Or is it not? Is it butterflies? Is it, you know, I always feel like I'm distended. I all Like these all change our diagnosis of 
the depth of digestion issues that you have. So true, because when I was uh, when I was fourteen, I started seeing a Chinese doctor. I started really quite young because favorites. Yeah, yeah. I was anorexic and had digestive problems as well, yeah. which was a form of like what I was doing to my body, of course, and probably stress and the malnutrition. Yeah, at all. but I remember going to the doctor first, going back to you, and he was like, "You have IBS." <laughs> like first thing he said, "Oh, does it run in your family?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I think it does." He's mm. like, "You have IBS," and then I started going holistically and went to see a Chinese doctor and then started yeah. taking herbs and stuff like that. But it's so true. I want to go back. How did you get into Chinese medicine? I find this so intriguing. <laughs> um, so I started my career in accounting. Did you? What? So secretly in a past life, I worked a lot for councils and accounting and okay. non-for-profit. So I've got a corporate background. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand the soul-sucking nature of it all. Yes. Secretly loved the fashion, however. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I initially trained as a naturopath. Okay. So I was a naturopath and um, I was going down the absolute banshee hippie road, like mm-hmm. everything's going to kill you, yep. um, Wi-Fi is the government listening to you. Yep. I would honestly, I'd use butter as sunscreen. Like I was I was deep yep. in the wormhole and I worked in a medical centre with a Chinese medicine acupuncturist and she was picking up diabetes before the doctor. Wow. She was picking up cancer before the tests and I was like, what the fuck? I'm quite competitive. I'm not sure if you've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what is this? Like here I am trying to get people to take supplements, trying to manipulate their body. You have to have compliance. Supplements can become quite expensive Uh and you need compliance. Nobody Mm. wants to take shit over and over. You know, you water it down with the the alcohol and they have like a shot in ethanol and like it tastes like shit. I'm like, but it's good for you. Nobody wants to do that. And then um, I watched her. We were sharing a client and – to be polite, this client was batshit crazy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Loved her. <laughs> I, I attract a certain type yeah. of crazy. Um, and she had three children and she had lower back pain. She was probably size 16 to 18, couldn't move, didn't look after herself, didn't eat well, constantly anxious. And all she cared about was her tummy. And I was like, yeah, but we need to deal with these other things. Mm. You know, I was sharing her with my friend that was a Chinese medicine acupuncturist and she reduced her abdomen an inch in one session, and that blew my fucking mind. I was like, what? Through need- yeah. like needles. I watched her needle her abdomen and her body, and I watched her stomach reduce what? in the appointment, and I was like, fuck me. And then when the client came back the next week, she started moving her body. She stopped eating, like, real shit takeaway food, and she was a little bit less crazy because she wasn't so consumed with what she perceived were mm-hmm. her flaws. So she felt better. She started treating herself better, which ended up, you know, creating this momentum in herself, and I was like, or are you in this fucking one? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, I got rid of a headache then and there in the appointment. And I can't do that with supplements. And then I watched her again, you know, treat a couple other people and she did a facelift. And I thought, oh, fuck this. I'm out. Like, I need to learn this because I don't have to sacrifice my ethics, my vanity. It's visibly different. It's not just, I can feel the energy in the ether. And it's, yeah. You know, it wasn't just this, this frou-frou kind of weird, like, wave a feather over someone and yep. they'll might look better. I mm. could actually see the difference. Wow. And then... That was me. I, I jumped ship and I moved to Melbourne and I trained here, especially under teachers that had trained in China. Then I did my internship in Guangzhou over there. I did three months. Oh, wow. Yep, best and hardest, worst time of my life. Oh, yeah. And then I've trained in Japan and Hong Kong and France. And now I specific, I just love the cosmetic side. Uh-huh. Um, so I specifically train other practitioners and doctors how to do cosmetic acupuncture and then how to use facial diagnosis if you're an osteo coach or naturopath or um, beauty therapist. I just love how much the face can tell you about a person. And the reason I love cosmetic or aesthetic acupuncture is I know I'm doing it more than just your face. Yeah. I'm actually treating who you are and how you express yourself. Confidence. And the more you feel good in yourself, the more you express yourself. And, you know, when a woman's cup is full, it mm-hmm. completely gives over to the whole community and the whole world. And so 
I just love that people give me a lot of shit thinking it's frou-frou and like, oh, you're just treating vapid people. I'm like, yeah, vapid are the best. Yeah. <laughs> like they might be vapid, but there's a lot of deeper stuff uh-huh. going on underneath that maybe they're not giving credit for. And when you give people an opportunity, yeah, it, it just really um, elates. You know, you get your hair blow away and you're like, fuck yeah. You feel, feel good. Yeah. You smile at more people. Yeah. You might, you know, be a bit more confident to apply to get a promotion at work or yeah. just be like, fuck it. I'm not dealing with this in the relationship. My hair looks too hot. Yeah. People need to see this. Yeah. So, yeah, I really think that when you feel good about yourself or feel that you look good, you hold yourself differently, um, you want better things for yourself. And even if it is fake it till you make it, it's still a way of me finding an inroad to making people have a healthier life. Like, for example, mm. you've been coming for cosmetic reasons, but I fucked up your health internally. I'm like, mm. what about this way to improve things? What about this way to improve yeah. things? It's my it's my wormhole to getting you being healthier. Mm-hmm. I'm secretly going to take over the world with Chinese medicine. Yeah, I love I'm that. Like, everybody needs a bit of this in their yeah. life. Yeah. You just said something really interesting. You can do facial diagnosis. Oh, that's my jam. I was just going to ask, what can you see in Sarah's face? What's what's facial diagnosis? I love how you use it. I don't know. I was going to say, do it for both of us. What's facial diagnosis? So you know how when you first met me, Mm. I might have been a bit intense and like, so I'm taking your pulse, but I'm absolutely studying your face, how you're talking. You were worry what you're straight. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So so for example, um, different areas of the face have different patterning, whether it be health, psychosomatic or psychological, mm-hmm. the way they work. So, like, if you've got Tinder, give me your phones. We'll just burn through what's the swipe left and right. Uh-huh. So if we were to pick out a few features that are generic that you could You use, can have my dating apps whenever you want. <laughs> uh, I would just burn through them for <laughs> yeah. you. I'm like, we've got a new way of doing this, bitch. Um, so for you, one thing that has been picked out yeah. is we've talked a lot about um, overthinking and worrying, mm-hmm. and then that is marked by the forehead lines, mm-hmm. right? So quite often uh, the upper forehead is – it pertains in Chinese medicine to something called the Qi system, which is like the spleen or the digestive or the creative energy. Mm-hmm. And when that's out of balance or being overused, overconsumed, worry, anxiousness, overthinking, stuck in a rut, and it's almost like a repetitive thought process, repetitive yeah. anxiety. Um, so for, for when I study your face, the, the forehead is the area that has been overused and you express with your forehead and eyebrows rather than the rest of your face. Oh, my God, mm. you do too. Mm. So when you're doing that, I can tell that you're trying to hide what you really think because you're worried about judgment from other people. So it's mm. a protective mechanism for you not to give away your true colours, but it's all up the top there. So whether or not it's driven by fear or protection or just overthinking, but you like to study people too, mm. but you like to think that they don't know you're doing it. So that's what oh, I see in your forehead. I, I'm, I'm very, cu- I'm a curious person. Curious conversation. Yeah, yeah. curious yeah. conversation. <laughs> Conversations over here with yeah. <laughs> Another reason uh, that makes sense to me is you said, I said, oh, man, my forehead chews through Botox. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, it actually no, does. Like there's no tomorrow. And uh, like, you said, no fucking shit, it does because underneath. She's doing it now. <laughs> you're, you're frowning all the time so your muscles are always working and yeah. eating that Botox because yeah. I'm frowning underneath. But also you're, as you're, you're talking, it. you're going, I can't do it because I've got Botox. But <laughs> you're doing like. Yes, I can't do it. But, your no, whole, but for you, what's me? Your your upper frontalis is hyper. So when you try to yeah. raise your eyebrows, can't move. Like, she got you're, fe- you're feeling it in your hairline. Yep. So that's where the overcompensation happens, and that's where we oh. use aesthetic acupuncture so that you don't burn through it as yes, much, yes, yes, or yes. you might not need it as frequently. So as you're trying, because you're an overthinker and a warrior yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. But um, for example, you mainly use your jaw mm-hmm. and compensation of your forehead. Okay. So a lot of the time you want to tell people to fuck off, mm-hmm. but instead you bite your tongue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which she is, does bite her tongue a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and that's that's your kind of, kind of social kind of, protective yeah, mechanism, yeah, yeah. but really you should be telling people to fuck off yes. a lot more because whatever made you feel unsafe in a yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really 
young time is now how come you're probably more really Ten. outspoken. Oh, okay. But not to the level that you'd really like to be. Like yep. you would hide a lot of what you really want to say. Yep. Yeah. I hate confrontation, so I yeah. can shut up. But secretly you really fucking need it. Yeah. Boxing would be great for you. I do box, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That's crazy. So we did have a couple of girls write in, and I've obviously seen you too, and there's yes. oh, heaps of girls in the Like, how is it like Botox? Like, it's obviously not With like Botox. With a soy milk of Botox. Okay, can you explain that? Okay, so for ex- if you're coming for aesthetic acupuncture or cosmetic acupuncture or beauty acupuncture, we have to treat your constitution. Mm-hmm. So you are going to have needles in your body, mm. not just your face. That's the first misconception I need to just get off the bat. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it doesn't actually hurt. No, it doesn't. It, it's the thought of it that people think mm-hmm. is huge and it's really not. It hurts less than like a flick. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that it works is the way that I train practitioners to do it is we have to treat why you're frowning. We have to treat why you're locking your jaw mm-hmm. um, and that whether or not it's treating the stress in the body, enhancing the digestive function, you know, to treat the other areas of the body. So then you're not constantly reinforcing those mechanisms in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you are an overthinker and you have all these full headlines, we need to reduce the overthinking pathways, whether that be from the bacteria in your um, digestive system. So you know about the studies done that like there's serotonin mark to release mm. in the gut mm-hmm. and they found that you can't have serotonin in the brain without having serotonin in the tummy. Chinese medicine already fucking knew this. Yeah. We've always said happy tummy, happy brain. Yeah. <sighs> Just feeling vindicated. Yeah. Um, so for four headlines, we have to make sure that your digestion is really, really strong and healthy, that the bacteria in your gut's really, really healthy, that your heart is settled and that will work on those lines. And then as we come up to the face, so once we've dealt with your constitution, you're not going to be as fatigued and frowning, you're not going to be as frustrated and trying to be a perfectionist. So that line between your eyebrows is going to be less. Uh-huh. Then in the face, we are doing uh, muscle tightening, muscle training, kind of like gym, trying mm-hmm. to create a bit of muscle memory. So there's that aspect. There's acupuncture points in the face that actually pertain to eye brightening, lip plumping, oh. headaches, migraines, sinuses, hay fever, uh, confusion, grief, feeling like maybe you're disconnected from your body. And then we have other points. So if you create a little bit of trauma in the skin, it creates a collagen response. So Mm -hmm. there's that as well. So there's about three to four different aspects that we're doing in the face at the same time, which is why I don't recommend that you do it yourself like that. Influencer did a year ago. She tried to needle her own face. Oh, it was horrific when infected. And she she just thought that she could do it herself. And we're like, do not. Yeah, why would you know where the points are? So when you – so when is that why you're putting all the needles in the other spots? That's why I'm putting them in your body. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm putting them in your body. So I might be treating your digestion Mm -hmm. or your stress – Balancing the so we're always balancing systems. We call mm-hmm. them organs, but mm-hmm. they're systems of the organs. So, for example, your gun system rudimentally translates to liver system. Mm-hmm. So, whilst some of that does incorporate hepatic processes, so liver processes. So, while some of that does incorporate, you know, the production of detoxification, blood cleansing, as well as it also incorporates a system of frustration, repressive. Grief, anger, um, organization, feeling like you're in control of your life, uh, things in a move forward function, feeling like you're in a direction, uh, being organized. Mm-hmm. So that's it in a whole nutshell. But we need that to be in balance with your creative flow. Are you mm-hmm. feeling like yourself? Are you feeling calm and centered? Is your digestion working? You know, are you actually making enough red blood cells for your body, enough iron so that you're not feeling anxious and those two systems work together because you can't be creative without a direct outlet of how that needs to occur. Yeah. So those systems work together. Um, for example, if we're talking about uh, really having difficulty sleeping, if your gun or liver system is out of control, which means it's so hyper fixated on control, uh, how things need to be, outcomes, 
things that aren't inside your control. Yeah. Mm. That impacts the shin, XIN, which is also the heart system, so which has got some cardiovascular orientated indicators in the system, but the heart system is also part of your personality expression, mm-hmm. how you express yourself. Um, are you able to sit and rest? Are you able to sit and be present? Can you take in joy? Are you too maniac? Like we think that if you're being too happy, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. So if you're super high, that's mania. We think that that's really unhealthy because if you're super mania all the time, then you can't rest and have the other functions become. Mm. If you're too hyperactive all the time, you uh, triple your adrenals. Yeah. Right? You're doing too much. It has to be the balance. So then when the liver system or your stress and your control and your mechanisms is too strong, then it kicks back onto the heart system. So we'd say the liver system is wood, the heart system is fire. When the wood is dry and brittle, aka out of balance, catches fire really, really fast. So then your heart is too hot. Mm-hmm. So the fire is blazing. Uh, Maniac. Can't that was sleep. me last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that would have been when your hair burnt off. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Heat rises. Huh. So, yeah, because I collapsed last year. Oh, yeah. Fun. But your heart yeah. was also like yeah, out, going of crazy. out of whack. That's yeah. not ideal. Mm. Like, oh, you poor thing. Mm. Didn't see that on your health form. <laughs> <laughs> but, so when I when sometimes when I have like in the past have gone to see like a Chinese doctor or someone like that, they always mention to me my is it chi key energy is cold. Like it's got to be. I, I can't remember what the exact words were, but I was also. No, I love how you're saying it. Is that how you say <laughs> it? Chi. I don't. I don't mind. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. Why. Yeah, I don't know what it well, is. E- but either way, I'm going to say it with an Australian accent, okay. so it's completely okay. wrong as it is. So because I was eating too many cold foods or something. Oh, my favorite Can we topic. talk about cold foods, please? Because my diet, like, I'm very conscious of it because I know that it was fucking up my digestive system and stuff yeah. like that. But I do lot of, eat a lot of cold foods. Why? I don't know. Why is that know. not broken in you yet? I don't know. Who are you not listening to? So, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, so can we just talk about what the benefits of eating warm, hotter foods are yep. and why not to eat cold foods? So he would have said that your digestive chi, so chi, qi, or in some cultures, uh, chi, okay. chi, um, that's your vital energy. That's the whole energy that flows through the body. Okay. So, uh, for example, when they're putting in, when you're getting tweener or medical massage or you're getting acupuncture, mm-hmm. that kind of heavy sensation that's deep, so not the prick of the needle, but that throb, that uh-huh. pull, that grasp, that resistance, the thing, it feels like an aura of a bee sting. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the chi. So we actually feel that on the needle. It's an oh. act, it's called der chi. It's, it's tangible. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. woo-woo with a feather shit. That's what you're feeling. So they're calling it vital energy. It's okay. it's what we manipulate in your body to get the own homeostasis invigorated. So it wouldn't be that your chi is cold. It would be that you don't have enough chi in your digestive system okay. to sustain constant cold food. Yes, okay. So before I talk about cold food, I'll describe how Chinese medicine yes, sees digestion. Yeah. So we say that your digestive system is like a soup. So because there's a couple of systems that work on digestion in Chinese medicine, your peachy, so your spleen uh-huh. energy, and your um, wei qi, which is like stomach energy. So spleen uh, breaks, so is it stomach uh, transforms and transports. Okay. And uh, spleen does very similar as well. Okay. So they break down and then they move it to the extremity. So the spleen's mainly controlled of getting warmth to your fingers. Mm-hmm. And spleen is a little bit in charge of thyroid and metabolism type mm-hmm. issues. And your stomach is more like the quality of the digestion and the quality of the blood that or chi mm-hmm. that gets broken down for food that then gets distributed. So there's a little that's a little background there for your lesson. But we say that your digestive function in your stomach is a soup. So anything not of soup life quality, mastication or broken down or viscosity 
is then energy redirected from other parts of your body to then have to warm up that soup. So if you think of a soup and then you're chowing down cheese sandwiches, and if you think about cheese sandwiches sitting on top of a rolling broth, what's going to happen to that substance? It's going to go thick. It's going to congeal. Mm -hmm. It's going to sit on the top. Mm -hmm. So we say that when your soup is boiling, like a broth is on the boil, it's on a simmer, it's warm, it's clear, it makes this beautiful clear mist. We say that mist comes up and sits on the mind. Mm -hmm. So that mist comes up to your upper jowl. So when I say upper jowl, your head, your hair, your mind, your heart. So if you're eating clarity, clarity, and I can see in your tongue if you've got huge dysmorphia, I can see if you're thinking horrific thoughts about yourself because the mist is shit. The mist is You asked me to look at my tongue the other day. I thought I I was like, if you scraped it, I'll be pissed because I can't (laughs) see what's going on. So if there's no coat, I'm like either there's no digestive fire, so there's no mist coming up. But we can see that. So, so do it, you want things like? We well, want a little bit of mist on the tongue, yeah. Because then the soup's boiling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The soup's not boiling. Mist like the white, the dots. white, the, the the just the gentle pink coat okay. at the back. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. a little bit, just a little bit. I mean, if it's super thick, or it's yellow, or it's oh. grey, or it's really congealed. I mean, it comes off in patches depending on what's going on, especially if you've got skin conditions. If it's black, you need to go see your oncologist immediately. Everyone's uh, probably looking at their tongue. I know. Right yeah. No, no. Wow. So, like, yeah. I've seen a black tongue three times in my career, and it's always been exceptionally scary. Like, so, what like does that mean? Like, black? Disease. it means it's scorched. Yep. Sometimes it can be a big indicator of something like oncology. Yep. Um, it's definitely a sign of mania is going on. You're hyper stressed. Definitely happens with a lot of smokers. Oh. But it's an indi- if you've got a black coat. Go see a GP immediately. Mm. That's that's a big indicator. So to come back to the digestive yeah. function, if you've got a soup and then you're putting in like fucking coconut yogurt or you're sushi, putting, sushi cold. Well, sushi's normally room temperature. Okay, yeah. And smoothies. the rice and the rice. Oh, yeah, smoothies. Smoothies. <laughs> smoothies. I love smoothies. I love smoothies. <laughs> Put that on a soup and what happens? It, it congeals. It gets yeah. thick. And then you go, ah, oh, I've got this fluid around my tummy. Oh, my hands oh. are always cold. Oh, I can't lose weight. I keep running. Oh, I keep having this cold food. Cold, damp food creates cold, damp problems. So can you never have a smoothie? Look, if I'm going to be a purist, yeah. never. Okay. Could no. you have a smoothie and like a tea at the same time or that's the worst? That's better. Okay. Mm. That's better. So you know what? Stop having smoothies as meal replacements. Okay. Or have them with more vegetables. Stop putting frozen foods in them. If you're going to have a, for example, tell me what's in one of your smoothies and I'll Chinese metify um, it. Banana, almond milk. For context, we're in Melbourne because I'm going to lose my brains over bananas as well. <laughs> really? So I love bananas. Stop this, both of you. Why? Why? So finish, finish the ingredients. Banana, in almond, uh, almond milk, yogurt, kefir. You should be putting cinnamon because that's like warming. Chocolate protein powder. Okay, no. Why are you putting chocolate protein powder in oh, it? I'm trying to get She's my protein up. Because I, I wasn't eating enough protein. Why don't you just have an egg? Could. Could. (laughs) So first and foremost, bananas do not grow in Victoria. Mm. So Ah. any any natural uh, eastern modality will tell you eat what's seasonal, eat what's local. Yeah, okay. Coconuts do not fucking grow in Victoria. Stop eating them. Bananas don't grow in Victoria. They don't even grow in winter. Why you, are we you eating also a told summer me food? Coconut water, and I know Tully's a fan of coconut <sighs> water. Sorry, I've been I've been so dehydrated lately. I've been drinking so much coconut water. But it would probably making you a little bit further dehydrated. You're better off putting Celtic salt in it or salt. Not but true. when did you last see a coconut in Melbourne? Never. Never. And then if you, that's not addressing why you're dehydrated. Oh yeah, true. Why you know? isn't it addressing why? Because 
from like they market it to us, obviously. Oh, it is a great plan for something that costs five cents. They're selling it to you for five dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like obviously, the, the charcoal elect- is amazing. The electrolytes and all that. I should things. be yeah. doing like. Episode- but you Not- also have to remember that like coconut uh, coconut plasma has also been sold as a blood plasma replacement. But I would still rather real blood put in me if I had a car accident. Mm. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's got all these great things, and I'm not denying that, but it's also based in a tropical island. Mm. So it's based in tropical conditions where it's better for you. But even if you go to Singapore or Thailand, not having a whole coconut a day. Yeah, true. Like they're having it intermittently or they're having it mixed in. They're also having it with um, astringent so, herbs. Yeah. They're having it with lemons, lemongrass. Like it's part of, and us Western culture go, oh, that tastes great. Put mm. sugar in me. Sugar tastes yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then we wonder why we have all these fatty diseases. Huh. So, yes, it might be helping you while you're thirsty, but you're not addressing why you're dehydrated. You're dehydrated because the water's not assimilating. Why are you not assimilating your fluid? Add salt, then it will change the osmotic quality and it will rehydrate you. What a bit salt quicker. should I buy? I be Just Himalayan. kitchen salt. Oh, normal salt. Don't even care, mate. Let's oh, not get really? complicated. Look, Celtic salt would be ideal. Okay. However, get it in you. BRB, I'm going to go buy salt. <laughs> yeah, and again, again warm to hot fluid absorbs faster into the body. So if you're addicted to cold water. I hate cold water. Well, a lot of people, especially in Australia, yeah. um, are addicted to cold water direct from the fridge, oh, no. direct from the air conditioning. Um, if you on it, like people are going to lose their minds over this, but if you stopped that and you switched to hot water or at least warm water, you would be satiated quicker. And you could cut that. through the addiction of cold water within two weeks. And then every time you have cold fluid, you'll feel it go down your yeah. gastro. Um, you'll feel it go down your GI wow. tract. You could feel it. Yeah, I'm not a massive cold water, no. water fan. I I'm going to get like back it. to your smoothie, though, before I forget. Yeah, because go. I'm like, oh, my God, there's something we could do. Can you Chinese, Chinese fire? I would try, Chinese fire. <laughs> um, swap out your banana for steamed sweet potato. Or kumara for your Kiwi listeners. What's a kumara? Oh, sweet potato. It's, a, it's yeah. way better than sweet potato. It yeah. actually has flavour. What is that? I'd like just it's, it's, it's a form of sweet potato, but I'm just saying it's yeah, got nothing yeah. on New Zealand. So what? You have to steam it and then put it in. Steam it, and you don't have to. If you if you don't peel it, the fibre from the skin is going to yep. be great. Yum. I mean, yep. you're blitzing it anyway. Yeah. If you're not chewing, it's not going to be covered in the salivary glands that it's meant to be. And then the bolus is actually what helps you digest. Okay. So everyone who's here doing these smoothies and meal replacements, I'm like, you're missing out on the activity of digestion. Which huh. begins by chewing. So you should be. You need to be chewing see, food. That's why I don't like soups because I hate not chewing. I only like minestrone soups or chicken Chunky. soups that have got something to chew. As well as a little bit of broth. Yes, a yes. Bit of broth. But I yeah. don't like straight out like pumpkin soup. I don't know. Because it's nothing to chew. I'm like, I love chewing. Yeah. So first of all, I realise that people are too busy to stop and eat. And the other thing is don't don't talk when you're eating. Just sit and do the one process. Give your digestive function the time and attention it deserves. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend anybody having banana, swap it for um, sweet potato or swap it for steamed broccoli stems as well. I mean, look, if you're going to put anything in your body, you can always flavour it up. But that's where I would say Mm. change. Um, the almond milk is whatever. You could use macadamia, like you're using it for the fat content, I'm assuming. Um, and then you said kefir. Chocolate powder. Kefir is fine. Like yep. you're more than welcome to use like a ginger or a bit of lemon or sometimes a sliver of an apple if that's in season. Um, using the kefir, you could also use some kombucha for the digestive enzymes. This is where you could add in like your psyllium husk. Mm. You could add in, um, if you're ever going to put chia seeds in a smoothie, just rehydrate them the night before. Oh, oh my should God. you never have dry chia no, seeds? No, because what they actually do is dehydrate you internally. Oh, so they think expand. They yeah. expand. They absorb all the water. So that's why lots of people eat chia seeds think, oh, I'm going to put lots. No, you're going to get dehydrated and constipated. So what, put them in water in the fridge or the, something? No, stop using the fridge. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm going to freeze everything. <laughs> 
Uh, no, no, just put them in a, in a bowl or a, you oh, know, a glass the, the night before. Just hydrate them the night prior. Oh. So when you're adding them to the smoothie, they already have the hydration they're done. Oh, they're not yeah, okay, absorbing okay. it out of your digestive yep. function in order to be digested. Yeah. Um, and then the chocolate protein powder, I mean, the chocolate's covering the taste, so whatever. But I would be like, you're fine, whatever, but you're better <laughs> off getting protein through and another means. Yeah, yeah. Like through animal, like egg is a really way to, easy way of getting it. You could put the egg in the smoothie. Mm. Like, but like you're not going to taste it because <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. all these other flavours. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're really that keen to have it. But like a bit of scrambled egg, eating with the um, smoothie Maybe. would be fine. Mm. Um, I mean the other thing that you can do is you could also use um, white rice. Blitz up white rice, cooked, cooked. Yeah. Don't do it raw. Yeah. Um, cook white rice and that could be your your filler because carb, carbs aren't a bad thing. Mm. Okay. People think they are. But, I mean, they're not as low GI as, say, your kermita. Oh, yeah, sweet potato. Yeah. But, like, that would be how I would switch it. But my biggest thing is stop putting frozen berries in your smoothies. Mm. They're cold. Mm. If you're going to do that, put half a glass of um, boiling water in it. Warm it up. Make it easier in your digestive function. Okay. Yeah, and the other thing you can do is start with like a hot lemon before you ingest any food or a little bit of cider vinegar. Before listening to you, like that old saying of start your morning with a bit of lemon in warm water. It's not just your morning, it's every digestive function. Chinese doctor used to say that to me. He's like, if you're going to have those foods, have it with hot water and lemon. Yeah, to help break it down. Yeah, what about apple cider vinegar? Yep, have that just beforehand, but we'd say like have it warm. Yeah. We like everything Mm. warm. Think of the temperature of your blood. So with digestion and with... Chinese medicine and everything, every health complication that people might experience, does it all begin with digestion then? Um, what's the chicken? What's the egg? Okay. Yeah. Period. Like say period. like hormones. Say like if your body can't absorb obviously the nutrients. Oh, look, that's a, a really generic question. Mm. That's a generic wanting answer question that doesn't have a generic answer. Yeah. yeah. To, to clarify, for example, the common cold. Mm. We have got 14 different diagnoses for a common cold, varying from oh. sore throat, colour of your snot, um, are you coughing, are you not coughing, are you sweating, are you not sweating, where are you sweating, aversion to cold, aversion to heat, aversion to light. And then when it comes to cancer, we've only got two diagnoses, lump or not a lump. Mm. So when you're saying, does it start with digestion? Digestion is a big component. Some people in Chinese medicine have a, it's always school of the earth, it's always school of digestion. I'm going to say it's always implicated. Like I said before, all aspects of you have to be addressed. So I can't just say it just started with digestion. Did it start with digestion or did it start with worrying? Yeah. Or did it start with inherited genetic stress? Mm. Or did it start with your mum was a worry wart and so you inherently took that on? but you already had digestive issues or did you get them from the worrying? Or did you have di- digestive issues and then start worrying? Hmm. Can we inherit genetic stress? Of course. Every every um, Eastern culture will tell you that there is DNA genetic inherited stress, up to seven generations of trauma. It's wow. It's been measured. So if my dad's a worry wart, that could be why I'm a worry wart. Well, do you follow the holistic psychologist on Instagram? I do. No, I don't. I do. Oh, you'll love this. Okay, okay. She's a really great way of explaining things that yeah. we've known for a long time. Breaking generational trauma. Wow. Generational trauma is a real thing, and there's lots of therapies out there to help deal with it. But it's not just so. If your dad was a worry wart, all children are inherently narcissistic. They mm-hmm. think that they are the center of the world, mm, and yeah. they are the reason for things happening. So it might be that your dad was a worry wart, and even though he thought he was hiding it from you, children are fucking radars, mm. man. Um, you would have intrinsically picked that up. And as a child, you would have tried to people please or balance mm-hmm. to try and make him not worried. So you're already inherited or not, uh, starting to mirror or mimic or manipulate to yep. make that more of a safe environment for you. Because if your dad is happy, then you are safe. You have survival. You'll continue mm. on. It doesn't mean it's real or not. It's just your interpretation yep. of the world. So then, if you have grown up trying to make things okay, 
So you're already trying to control the environment around you. Mm-hmm. Did you inherit it or did you learn it? I learned it. But, but it could have also been oh, here. So yeah, there, there, yeah, there's yeah. these mechanisms, yeah? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. Your, your dad might have got that because his parents were struggling. Like, you know, true. they, would, they yeah. would have been prior, prior um, yeah. difficulties and challenges in that era. So did he inherit it or did he grow it? It doesn't matter because it's now a pattern in your yeah. line. Yeah, interesting. And Chinese medicine, this is something we actually treat as a real thing. We say it's huh. ghosts. In, so, in some mechanisms, it's a ghost. So we treat the ghosts that are making you sick. There's so much more to Chinese medicine than what I originally thought. 100%. Yeah. It's like crazy. I had I had a client come to me yesterday, and you have to remember I'm quite elitist. I think Chinese medicine is the best, and I'll fight anyone on yeah, this. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on your I, team now too. <laughs> I actually, don't get me wrong, I love Western medicine and I love drugs and I yeah. love surgery, and yeah. I'm like, you should get antidepressants and then we can help you. Yeah. Um, you should see a psychologist because this is actually fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and let me help you with that. Yeah. Um, a client came to me yesterday and went, oh, do you know about the five points of trauma in the ear? And I was like, uh, yeah, mm. like I know everything. I know in, everything. The ear. in the ear, oh, in the oh. ear, and we call it NADA protocol. So it's what we use for addiction. It's what we use to uh, break smoking habits, alcohol habits, addicted to trauma, addicted no to cortisol. Way. Yep. So we do in them. the ear. Yeah. Yep. So and quite often, do you notice that I was putting them in the ear the minute you lie down? Yeah. And, then, and I'm like, okay, now talk to me. So she goes, do you do that? And I said, well, I actually do it a different way. I, I might do that for my gen- my genuine clients that are having addiction issues. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'll do the face. Like, let's not forget, and mm. the face. Um, and then, but I actually use uh, points called window of heaven, window of the soul, and ghost points. And these mm-hmm. are different points that we use kind of like around the neck and on the arms, different parts of the body that are more classical prescriptions that really address if you disassociate, um, if you're having difficulty or discrepancy understanding what's going on with your body, and whether or not that's inherited or not inherited, I don't like to bring up the trauma. If I can feel someone in somebody's pulse or see it in the face, I'm not going to be like, ooh, yeah. you had childhood trauma. Mm. You, I think you've been sexually mm-hmm. abused. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. I don't want to talk about it. You mm-hmm. don't want to talk about it. I don't need to re-bring up all the silt to the surface. I would rather build you up to feel mm. strong. I'd rather just open a window rather than a door mm. and just let that kind of go out. So mm-hmm. I treat it really differently. Some of the methods that people like to do like to bring it up so you have to look at it, but I don't work that way. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about generational trauma or um, intergenerational uh, patterning and habits, we also, when we have pediatrics in clinic, we treat the mum. Oh. Children are sick because of the parents. Oh. So if you think about oh. breast milk, we think breast milk is an extension of blood, so we always treat the mum and then the child. And then even the way that we talk about this, how the systems work to each other, so like heart, lungs, kidney, large intestine, it's mother, grandfather. So, you know, mother, grandmother. Mm. So the way that your parents would discipline you, you might kick back. But if your grandparents told you to do something, you wouldn't kick back the same. Mm. And we use the same kind of curse cycle or reverse curse cycle in Chinese medicine when we're trying to get different systems to balance each other. So even in our diagnosis and our prescription points, we're addressing generational issues. Huh, interesting. Yeah, so it's more than just like, yeah. Welcome back to Chemist Warehouse Kicks of the Week. This is our favorite segment. It's when we get to find out new products from Chemist Warehouse and introduce them to you guys. So today I have the My Beauty Dry Shampoo. I'm a massive fan of dry shampoo. And you love hair styling products. Yeah. So dry shampoo is perfect for like the third or fourth day between your washes when you want to like absorb a little bit of oil. And I also love using dry shampoo for a little bit of texture. I just find my hair is like super flat. I've often used it for a little bit of volume because my hair is so thin. Yeah, absolutely. So this one is the My Beauty Dry Shampoo. Refreshes hair, absorbs oil, adds volume, and it's a melon scent, which is delicious. And you can get this from Chemist Warehouse. It's perfect, like I said, for like the third or fourth day. 
However often you wash your hair, if you get a buildup of oil. We love lazy girl things. Yes, lazy girl things from Chemist Warehouse. You can get that now. I want to talk too about herbs. We've spoken a lot about acupuncture. Do you, in your clinic, use herbs and how effective are herbs for women going getting their period back? Because that mm-hmm. was originally why I went to a Chinese doctor years ago too for my digestive and my period. I lost my period for like 10, 12 years because yeah. of eating disorder. Yeah. The only thing that got back was the Chinese herbs. Yep. Um, and I went to the doctor mm-hmm. continuously, you need to go on the pill, you need to go on the pill. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> going on the pill. Like I was quite a smart, like I was like, very holistic. I had an eating disorder and I kind of healed my body through food as medicine and kind yeah. of stuff like that. So I was like, it's I'm a not. testament. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going on the pill. Um, so I had Chinese herbs and I ended up getting my period back for two months. So I want to know how effective are herbs for your period? Well, obviously they're effective. And also adding acupuncture for period and like fertility. Fertility. Oh, God, fertility. Did you see me right yesterday? <laughs> fertility is two people. Yes, fertility. Oh, you saw your rant. Oh, yes. fertility includes penises. Yeah. Um, ugh, I'm so sick of treating one half of the problem. Uh, so, di- herbal medicine yeah. is absolutely fucking potent. Uh-huh. I love it for hangovers. Okay. And that's how you know it works. Okay, <laughs> yep, yep. I love, so we do herbs in my clinic. We mm-hmm. don't do the granules. I call them um, white people herbs because. The little uh, pills? I, they, I, yeah, sell, yeah. I sell capsules and pills yeah. only because Western culture don't tend to do anything unpalatable. Mm-hmm, or they won't do it for very long. Mm. And quite often when you're, by the time you come and see me, you've had this condition for more than three to six months. Yep. And it takes three to six months to treat anything you've had more than three months. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they're exceptionally effective. What I like about herbs more so than supplements, and you'll notice if you see me in clinic, I try very hard not to give you too many tablets yep. because you, you just get fatigued after a while. Unless mm-hmm. you've got severe deficiencies, I try really hard just to put you on a course of herbs and we treat them like antibiotics. Mm-hmm. So herbs create herbs aren't stored in the body. They create a enzymatic function or a function within the body to then create momentum at oh. that then you move on. So they're metabolized in the body. Whereas if you're constantly taking supplements, they're stored. That's okay. why the levels can can come and go. Uh, so in that respect, that's a, a small difference between them. They're exceptionally powerful. Mm-hmm. They do a lot for mental health, sleeplessness, digestive, menstruation. When you lose your menses or your menstrual cycle, there's a multitude of reasons that, that can occur. Shock, malnutrition, uh, cold, uh, the way that you treat your stress, unaddressed underlying issues. So we have different types of herbs for uh, creating blood to mm. then bleed. So quite often if you're malnutritioned or you have an eating disorder, you don't actually have any resources that the body yeah. can afford to lose, especially if you're anemic. Mm. You would often either hemorrhage or not get a period at all because mm-hmm. the iron or what we say the blood that holds itself up isn't there to hold itself up, so you just hemorrhage even more. So if you're finding yourself having hugely heavy periods, go get your iron and ferritin checked. Um, another thing that it can do is help with resourcing the body so that it can have enough to ovulate. Mm-hmm. and therefore create ovulation occurring. Um, quite often we say that like the uterus might feel cold. So if you feel from your chest down the line of your belly button to your pubic bone, there's about three different temperatures you're going to notice there. But oh, we wow. want them all to be warm. Have a feel. You'll be able to tell. So under your diaphragm, what's that temperature? Just above your belly button, what's that temperature? Over your belly button? Oh, what's... Yeah. yeah. So cold belly button, cold warm. digestion. My belly button oh. is cold. Yep. Lower under your belly button cold, you'll have period pain. Yeah, I get period 
Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you, we, we use herbs to warm up and invigorate huh. blood to these areas. Mm. Or um, obviously sometimes to begin a period, the progesterone can make you a bit constipated okay. because it slows down the metabolic pathways through your large intestine. So the fecal matter kind of stores and it's designed. So if you're pregnant, you're, you've got excess mm-hmm. progesterone so that more nutrients are taken out of that area mm-hmm. to feed the baby. But when you're not pregnant and you're trying to menstruate, it's a real fucking pain in the ass. Literally. Mm. So then we have herbs that help, you know, um, change the osmotic quality to help you defecate. Uh, Vasodilation or, you know, extension of the anus encourages your period to start. Same with when you give birth. Your anus actually dilates first and then that is part of the the process. Yeah. So there's these things that the herbs can help do. We're phenomenal with helping sperm motility, morphology, and sperm count. And especially viscosity of cum is a really important thing that needs to be looked at. Like, oh, my God, if the doctors say that the sperm is okay, it's not. Mm, the really? sperm that they're accepting now is nothing that they would have touched in 2010, let alone the early 2000s. But they don't know how to medicate sperm, so it's not a good business plan. Oh. So is that what you're saying, like, before it takes two to fall pregnant? A lot of the doctors or whatever or oh, a lot of women rigs. are like, oh, my, like, I, it's me, it's but it not. could be the man as well. Well, you're 50% of the equation. Mm, yes. So say that your ovaries are like, fucking hum diggity like mm-hmm. you are the creme de la creme of ovaries you're lush and you're plump so that's only 50 you can mm. only get 50 out of 50 if his sperm is 10 out of 50 you've only got 60 rather than 100 mm. yeah it's bullshit like you know he might be a great shag but like what's the productivity of it so you can treat some, a man that we treat in- sperm all the time yeah okay. we are really good at making and like we need a three to six month plan to treat mm-hmm. sperm for anyone wanting to get pregnant we say you're looking at a one to two year lead up mm-hmm. like why are we only advertising women to get prenatal vitamins mm-hmm. men need the prenatal too their selenium is really important have they got lower back pain what's their quality of sleep what's their diet like a lot of men don't eat enough green vegetables so the the iron that they're absorbing and the quality of their sperm is, is not what it could be mm. because you need the the iron and the nutrition out of the leafy green vegetables. Do they get enough sleep? They don't have guys drink a lot. Drinking, mm. uh, recreational drugs. Yeah. Recreational drugs kills Kill. your sperm. Yeah. Like one night of cocaine, that sets you back three months. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so much like over equality, it's three months to uh, maintain the cellular overturn so that by the time you've got the ovary, because that's only one – your ovum is only one cell. Mm. So all these people freezing the eggs, that is one cell. So would you for say context. Yeah, okay. So would you say And so it's three months to to build sperm up. To come to a Chinese medicine doctor first before they think of freezing their eggs? Definitely. Have both do partners. Not, do you not want that one cell yeah. to be the best fucking cell you've ever I produced? I think a lot of women freak out and go straight to the yeah. egg freezing when well, there's there's a It's way. not a holistic process, is it? No. Well it's yeah. a really great business yeah. plan. True. And I and I don't doubt like if that's the one thing that stops you worry, fantastic. Mm. But it is not an insurance plan. Mm. And I and I, I know that makes me sound like Debbie Downer, but I'm also like, guys, when you are well and you are healthy, you are virile and you are fertile. But if you've gone to all this effort of freezing your mm. eggs and that motherfucker's doing nothing about his sperm, no, I'm fine, babe. No, don't need to do that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, but you know what? You've got cold feet, you've got cold lower abdomen. You drink a lot, you do drugs, all you, those things. You do drugs, you know what? You've got lower back pain, key indicator that mm. maybe you you know, you wear wow. tight, you wear tidy whities all the time, you're not letting the balls like yes. free wall. You need to free wall so that they they uh, manufacture their own temperature that they're meant to be at. Wow. Wow. Are you drinking enough fluid? Are you drinking enough water? When was the last time you were sick? Men get chronic fatigue. Men get like, you know, complications uh-huh. from uh, medicines. All of that takes a toll and we just close our eyes and go, yeah, just for your leg, it'll freeze. Oh, stop medicating yeah, women. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very in, angry about it this way. Yeah. In your clinic, what would you say the majority? Would you treat penises? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my clinic, am yeah. I nice? <laughs> no, but your demographic, would you say 70, 80% women, 50, 50? 
Uh, Who's more attracted to Chinese medicine? We're probably 70-30 because we only market aesthetic. Yeah. I think a lot of people, for, uh, look, I focus so hard on aesthetic that people get confused that we do what's underneath as well, yeah. um, which which we do do. I've got lots of other practitioners that do that there and we've got IV vitamins as well. So 70-30, but the men, it's quite cute really. They they Some of them come for the, the conditions and stay for the face. Oh, I love really? it. I love it so much. I'm like, yeah, yeah you want to be pretty what, too. What are one of the main like top two concerns women would come to you for? Um, outside of facial? I'd say yeah. aesthetic wouldn't it be number one. They're always, they always yeah. coming for aesthetic? I'd say outside of that. I've got a question with aesthetic, right? Because yeah. I don't, haven't asked you. No. <laughs> <laughs> can, like, can you still get Botox of when you have Of course. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, My Botox yeah. lady was like, I hope you're still coming to see me. I'm like, yeah, but it just won't be as regular. Yeah. Right? Well, the thing is, like, if you are trying to conceive or you yeah. want to freeze your eggs, you can't have any of that mm-hmm. in your system anyway. It's a neurotoxin. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're wanting to have the best odds, I'm a support system. Yes. And if Botox and fillers make you happy, what the fuck do I care? Mm. It doesn't hurt me. Mm. And, if, and, like, if you frown less and then you feel lighter and you feel more confident, yeah. Why, why am I going to get my knickers in a twist that mm-hmm. it's a drug? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, there's complications to everything and there's risks. And the only thing I get my knickers in a twist about is if you go and see an injector and they upsell you against your will. Mm-hmm. And that's really common. And I'm like, and now yeah. that they've changed the bylaws of what they can and can't say to you, some of those already existed. They're just being marketed better now. That was the only thing that would upset me. So if you mm-hmm. say, oh, I want to come here for my uh, lines between my eyebrows and they talk you into your eyes and oh, your we've chin. we've all been there. You're like. And it's absolutely illegal. Yeah, not because, me. I always stay strong. I'm like just but not ever. But like if you're, you're going from a place of vulnerability, yeah. it's praying. Yeah. And, yeah. and so like I well, refer. That's why you change doctors too. Well, but some people don't have that confidence. Yeah, they don't true. know that it's not allowed. So yeah. I refer to the doctors that turn people away. Ah. So I have deliberately, like I send clients to the, this, this doctor before and they're like, uh, no. And I'm like, yeah. that's a severe bum between their eyebrows and you turn mm. them away, like not for what they wanted. Like it doesn't it doesn't yeah. work with them. It's not their ethos. It's not gonna it's not gonna do anything. Um the issue that they're coming for, this is not appropriate for that person. Mm. And um, under 21 year olds they'll turn away. Oh and wow. I think, yes. That's great. Because the thing is is you hate everything in your face before you're 25. Oh, absolutely. Like the amount of people that would have got a nose job at 18 and mm. now they're like, I kinda like it. Yeah. So you're not in the right frame of maturity to actually understand and appreciate your individualism. Mm-hmm. Uh Yes, you can have your Botox at the same time. I don't care. I train other doctors how not to fuck it up. Yeah. That's what my cosmetic acupuncture seminars are about. I was like, okay, if they have this, here's how you can help with what they're getting. Here's how you don't ruin it. Here's how you don't add to the bruising factor. Here's how you can extend the life of it. Here's how you can make friends with the injectors. So you have this symbiotic relationship mm. where I help you, you help me. Like, you know, you don't want them to metabolize the Botox so much because it might mean that you don't get the good reputation as an injector mm. because two weeks later they're frowning again. Like, mm. how can we help each other? I mean, I can I can plump lips, but I can't do the lip flip the same way an injector can mm. doesn't mean I can't help. So you know, you know, or if you have a rash in your face, you can't get your injection. So you come to us, we bring it down, you go back. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah. Back to your question about why do people come see me? A lot of the time they come see me because they don't want Botox, they're mm-hmm. not ready, or they they just do want to extend the life of it. Um, I get a lot of people in menopause mm-hmm. with menopausal issues. The number one symptom is always something digestive, form of anxiety. And a lot of people are too scared to come to me because they know something will have to change. A lot of people come to me before they change their lives. Yeah. Um, and, and I have a lot of stalkers on the internet. Like that's what I fondly refer to my, my following base, like, stalkers. Oh. Hi, stalkers. How are you today? Yeah. Um, they follow me for a minimum three to six months before they make an appointment. And I know that for a fact. Because they're scared. 
there's something innately at like, oh, I'll have to, I'll have to do something. Yeah. Mm. Because I mean, you've all met me. I'm very. You have to do the homework. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can make you look good, but what are you going to do to make mm-hmm. sure it continues to work? Mm-hmm. It's not my responsibility. That's one of the questions I asked you. I was like, yeah, I'm getting these treatments done, but how can I extend it? And I know one thing you said was gua sharing. And yeah. Yeah. Like so now I'm gua sharing every night. Into the hairline. And I don't know if I'm doing it right, but like I'm learning all these things, and I don't even know what it really does. What it does, does stuff. It's stuff. Great. It does stuff. <laughs> no, so I have an online course where you yeah. can go and download it, and I'll swear your way through the whole face and huh. describe a bit of face reading as we go. So. Gua sha is the traditional treatment mm. of um, creating chi and blood in the face. So it's not just draining lymph, as white culture has, has said that it does. It's more than that. It's activating the meridians and nerves in the face so that it invigorates its own health system. Oh. Right? So when I'm saying enter the hairline, your muscles that hold up your cheekbones and the muscles that hold up your forehead don't stop at the hairline. They keep going. They keep going. Like the frontalis muscles goes right up to the top of your, top of your scalp. Yeah. And that's what holds your eyebrows up. Like it's a it's a huge muscle. With, and then the meridians that go yeah. through your cheekbones and through your temples roll behind your ears and up and up and back your neck oh. like a few times, wraps up and down, and then wraps down your back. So when I'm saying into the hairline and then down the neck, you're actually able to tighten your cheeks and eyes because you're using the rest of the channel to invigorate it. The byproduct is, yes, you're creating a little bit of uh, topical trauma, which will then invigorate a collagen process, and you're also creating fresh blood flow, which will, in effect, bring fresh blood, bring fresh tissue and regenerate in the process and clear your lymph at the same time. So there's wow. a lot to it, but it's more than just, you know. Gua sha. And you've got to push hard, bitches. Got to push hard. Yeah, I never know how hard to go. You want to push as minimum as hard as your handwriting. Oh, yeah. Or like if you're going to, oh, yeah, if, you're gonna, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're pinching between the fat between your big finger and your index finger, you're trying to squeeze that muscle. However hard you have to put pressure for that to be uncomfortable is how hard you want to do it on your face. Oh, wow. So it's quite firm. It's quite firm. It's not gentle. Nothing in Chinese medicine is quiet or gentle. Like if you're having a tweener massage, medical massage, and they're not making noise, you're not doing it hard enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, What's the difference between that and a jade roller? Jade rolls crock shit. Yeah, because I literally, <laughs> like, I used to man. have one and I'm like, it doesn't, I feel like it's it a doesn't do anything. anything. No. No, I jade rolled, when I was saying Chinese medicine, I jade rolling my face every fucking day. Nobody said anything. I don't anything. feel like it doesn't. And do then anything. I gua sha'd for a fortnight and people commented and I was like, you could tell I'm, the difference. I am here for the compliments. Wow. And like about three or four weeks into sessions, I'll do my clients, nobody notice. I'm mm. like, um, no, I was, Psh, fuck that. We're doing that until people give you comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like great that you feel good, whatever, everything's better. However, I want to be able to measure your face. So yeah, so it like Russia. shrink, like just you. Can, you can literally soften your lines. You can lift, literally um, deep up your face. I've seen a TikTok of a girl before and after, and her jawline seemed a bit slimmer. Smashed. Yeah, and we can do that in clinic as, with acupuncture as well, and make it last uh-huh. longer. Um, but it's it's more than just that. Like it, the more that you guasha, the complexion in your face evens out. So you don't need as much concealer. You won't need as much makeup. You won't need as much foundation. Um, Which makes you com- more confident. Makes you more confident. Mm. Like if you gua sha frequently, you won't have the same uh, histamine and inflammatory response for hay fever mm. and coughs and colds. Like it really helps that. Or if you get lots of eye watering or conjunctivitis, you can help treat that. So it's because it's just stimulating blood to the that it's, area. It's stimulating the it's the stimulating meridians. the acupuncture points and the meridians in that area, which has a whole effect in the body. So I'm using points in the face to treat the body. 
So like the point between your eyebrows where everybody calls their 11s, mm. that's called um, yin tang. That's a really calming point in the body. So if you're gua showing that, you're already releasing endorphins into your whole system to calm down. If you're doing around your temples, it's another one for sleep regulation, stress, and clenching your jaw. If you clench your jaw, that could be a multitude of reasons. Stress, unconscious processing, excess histamines in your system, PMS, uh, neck pain, or traps pain. Mm. But if you relax it in your face, you know, which is first chicken or egg. Hmm. As well as Brighton and Titan. Wow, I'm going to be gua showering all the bloody time. Yeah. I do it in my car all the time. It's in my car because I don't I forget all the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, cool. th- that's how you can help yourself. This is yep. why I love Chinese medicine. Like, we can treat you, but we would rather you have the tools and mm. lifestyle that you can do it at home too. Mm. And then we top you up. Yeah. So I know you just brought out a skincare range as well. Yes. Can we just talk a little bit about that and why? Why you did bought- it? Yeah. Mm. So, um, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I really like shit to work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really impatient. Um, so I was importing dermatology care from a hospital in China that I trained at. Oh, wow. And um, they changed one ingredient and I had a tantrum. I was like, ah, the texture is off. I don't oh. like it. And so um, I then decided in lockdown that it would be a great project because who needs sleep um, <laughs> to create a skincare line that actually incorporated Australian botanicals yep. and Chinese medicine superpower. So I combined the two and it's, 100% natural, all Australian made, Melbourne made, and I tried to work with other female owner operators. And if they were of marginalized process, that was my aim because mm. uh, I do find that uh, natural medicine is whitewashed. So I try to find people that aren't necessarily Caucasian first. And then, um, so I went and made sure that it, I tested it on all my clients constantly. Um, my first one was called the Glow Mask. Because I was like, when I'm hungover, I don't want anyone I love to notice. The glow mask. Uh-huh. Yeah. It hydrates yeah, so well. And I'm like, if I keep putting this on, this will fix yeah. all my problems and I won't feel gross. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody will know that I'm yeah. secretly dying. And then, you know, you take the hangover herbs and you just continue with your life. I need to know these hangover herbs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also the glow mask I accidentally discovered basically gets rid of sunburn the day of. Wow. What's yeah. the key ingredient? And the key ingredient is is uh called like it's a white fungus. So okay. it's a snow fungus. So it when you put it in water, it plumps to like 12 times its wow. size. Yeah, and so we've also got like a peach seed serum extract in it. So that's quite floral. So anything floral kind of makes you feel nice and soothing. So it's got this cooling and it's no texture. Like everything, yeah. I don't really like texture. So everything's either fragrance-free or serum-orientated. Like yeah. So like because I go to Bali and Mexico a mm-hmm. lot and so it's really thick and humid there. I don't mm-hmm. want heaviness Sticky, on my face. Yeah, yeah. so um, with the um, fungus mushroom, it just completely plumps your skin really quickly, mm. which is nice because then you can see it and you look glossy. Uh, the other thing that I developed was a night oil mm. that's probably got more <laughs> more retinol and vitamin C than your other clinical actives that you might be buying. I love that one. Mm. And yep. then I gua sha over the top. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I either use the glow mask or the, the night oil when I'm gua sharing. Um, and I, again, practice all this on my on all my, um, all my patients to make sure that nobody had a reaction. So then I've got because I, I don't know, I'm really fussy. I don't like smell. I don't like texture. Yeah, I, don't like I want shit skin. to actually fucking work. I know that everybody wants a vegan product, but sometimes those vegan products with no actives don't actually do enough. Mm. So we've even got a, um, I've, I've made a f- uh, cleanser that doesn't foam. It's only got a little, it's very milky. Mm. Um, again, so that it, the ingredients are working, you're not just getting the show. That's so funny you say that because I hadn't used the cleanser until a week ago and I don't usually like a cream cleanser. Right. But I ever since using it, it makes my face feel actual clean. I know. Like the gel, I don't know, it feels like it's still sitting on my skin or something. But whenever I use that, I feel like clean. I'm I'm new to loving cleanser. I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, I'll make a cleanser because it's gotta be in there. And you know, we've got yeah. um, uh, black tea seed extract in it. 
So that's, I never that's the liked the cream, but I'm actually really enjoying it. Do you notice that your it? face feels a bit warm afterwards? Like I, don't I feel warm, like I've, I just, it looks ruddy. I think my face looks yeah. ruddy after you do it. So it I just feels cleaner. I secretly didn't use the cleanser for like a couple of months because yeah. like, I don't have time. And then I started using cleanser. I was like, it's a game changer. Yeah. Maybe. It, just it changed the absorption of all the other ingredients. It's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly, I've never really liked a cream cleanser. No, and neither have I really. Yeah. I like an oil cleanser. Yes. And But this was kind of like a mix between the two because we couldn't get. I, when we were using the oil cleanser and I was testing on clients, um, there's one ingredient that normally goes into cleansers, especially if they're um, very frothy. Uh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but it can bleach Asian skin if it's accidentally left on. Oh. So I wanted to make sure that there was no possible way uh-huh. that even if you fucked up the skincare that you Did would hurt yourself. That. Yeah, so I did test on different types yeah, of skin, yeah. eczema, psoriasis. It is all sensitive skin orientated. Yeah, I've got a question. My niece is two and a half and she's been getting eczema. I just thought of this when you mm-hmm. said that. Is there anything that she could be using of your products that could she help? She could use the Glow Biotic. Okay. She could probably use the cleanser. It's soft. Okay. And she could use the Glow Mask on top. I'm formulating, I'm, I'm, I'm testing an eczema okay. serum yeah, specifically. Yeah, because she's so little and it's like mm-hmm. Yeah, so you could you could use the cleanser. That's really soft on, okay. on baby skin. And then I'd put on the Globiotic, which is a topical probiotic okay. I've developed. So if you've got congestion or you've got um, weird texture on your skin yep. or you're prone to acne, you could put that on. Okay. You could put that on and it, so it would it. resurface the biome of her eczema. Okay. And then I'd just put on the really gentle glow mask on top. Okay, yeah. Uh, the other thing that I made that's probably one of my secretly favourite ingredients, okay. I made something called Kamunips. Yes, bits. I love that. Calm your nips, bits. There's a proper name for it because I get it wrong all the time. Calm, I your, wa- calm your calm bits. Calm your bits. Yeah, bits. yeah, yeah. Nips. No, I think nips. it's nips. It's nips. nips. It's nips. Because I thought it was nipple cream. Yeah, well, it, it is. is. But I've been using it on my lips. Yeah. I'm getting dry lips. Well, because I want to call it pink bits, but not everybody's yeah. got pink <laughs> But what I actually did, so it's a balm and okay. it's, it's soothing and cleansing, but I actually made it because during lockdown, gentle herpes went rife. So oh. everybody getting COVID was having uh, – Herpes simplex, herpes complex, and shingles outbreaks because oh. it's a similar virus strain, right? So it's a like one in every four have got the HSV two um, oh, in them anyway. It's just dormant. Uh-huh. So this was kicking it off, and I was having clients coming in and being like, "I can't sit down, like it's, oh, the antivirals no aren't working." So I developed the balm to calm the sores, so okay. they could sit down. So it's not going to cure it, but it's going to give you some comfort. So wow. even if you might be having like, the like itchiness. Uh, it's the pain. Oh. It's the pain. It does work on itchiness as well, but mainly because if you get a blister, like, and you know when you get a cold sore? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a very similar sensation to that for people. You, they, it's It can be anywhere from the testes to the tips of the penis to the labia to inside the labia. Sometimes oh it can God. come around the anus. Like it can be quite a lot. Painful, so yeah. It can be really uncomfortable, but also like if you have bumpy sex and you bit the next yeah. day, you can put it on any abrasions or anything going on there. Mm. If you get... um. Bartholomew cysts, if you get That's ingrown hairs. That's what just had. Mm. Yeah, they're really uncomfortable. It's really yeah, painful. Yeah, she couldn't sit had down for Yeah, to the hospital. Poor thing. Yeah, so it can go on that. It can go on mastitis nipples. It sure, can go she on... wanted. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Matt and Bleep out who I just said. Sorry. Just, just edit the yeah, name sorry, out but Matt. leave the conversation. Yeah, beep the name. Please beep it out. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Sorry. Oh. I, I don't know. That's the one no, part. I know, but there's definitely probably people that do. Sorry. <laughs> you, can, you can put it on your nipples for mastitis if you're breastfeeding, wow. uh, if you get cold sores, if you get chapped lips. It's it's phenomenal. So that's another thing I'm actually secretly really proud okay. of. I yeah. have to say thank you for your um, range because it's my it's introduced me to a clean skin routine. Yeah. And now I'm actually a lot more conscious of what, you of put on. what I'm putting on my body. And like... Don't get me wrong, it's got actives in it. We want yeah. shit to work. Mm, yeah. But the, the thing that I'm finding really interesting, because 
I never thought I would be a skincare type of person. I resisted mm. it for years. I've been in this industry 18 years. Oh, wow. And I was like, eh, beauticians, beautician, beauty therapy is just, you know, trying to prey on people and they're just trying to upsell stuff. And I was like, no, I get it now. It really is something that can help people and make you feel better. Self-worth itself. Yeah, yeah, and a skin routine really does change your whole skin, yeah, it does. skin health and you don't have outbreaks the same way. And the thing that I'm, I'm really uh, learning about is with skincare you have to gain trust. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know me, and because it's Chinese medicine, they've got no fucking clue. Mm. But I'm like, you don't understand. Like the key ingredient in the calm your nips is um, juaha, which is a chrysanthemum flower extract, which soothes and cools anything red. The key oh. ingredient in my um, eye cream, who needs sleep when you have this eye cream? Um, my insomnia tested the shit out of that. <laughs> um, is again uh, a serum seed extract that like plumps then and there. But then we've also added in um, green tea extract and I think the night oil's got I really want jade extract so that's coming into it but we put rose quartz extract mm-hmm. in it instead so you, you know you want things to actually work but not hurt mm. and I didn't think it would be possible to have something this natural this effective and I keep getting surprised but wow. I've just got to get over that hurdle of, of gaining people's trust of it's actually going to help it's not going to hurt like yeah. I, I, I'm converted 100% yeah. 100% thank you yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty excited about it yeah no yeah, I love yeah. it if anyone's yeah. listening and they want to try a new skincare range, where can they buy it? Uh, they can get it on Zhong Collection, so okay. Z H O N G Collection dot com, um, mm-hmm. or you can just give us a give us a yell yeah. at Zhong Center and we can hook yours up. Hook you up, hook you up. Sling I think I have a code and I've forgotten it. Sorry, right, we'll find it. I'll find it. We'll put it in the notes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I what it is. It's a 15% or something like that off code. I'll have to All put it right. in the notes. We'll, re- we'll yeah, reinstate yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> I, I put up a question box after my appointment with you on Wednesday afternoon because I went after my first couple of sessions, a lot of people had questions about the um, facial cosmetic acupuncture. Yeah. And I think we've covered that. It yes. does stuff. It does stuff. Just, just trust me. Let me stab you. And a lot of Botox seems to last drop longer too. If you have that. So if you, it depends on your facial shape and the yep. way that your muscles work. So depending on the, a really good, again. a really good injector would know. Mm. Um, depending on if you have hooded eyes and the lines above your eyebrow, it's maybe not clinically relevant or applicable for you to be able to get Botox above your eyebrow because the whole eye will droop. Wow! And a good injector will know this; they won't touch it. How do you know if you've got hooded eyes? So like the like monolithic. So some like Asian eyelids are called monolithic. Oh, so like the so they can, but in Caucasian or other skin, like that that as you age, it's always going, it's going to come down. Uh-huh. But if that's really really heavy at a young age, they your eyebrows oh, are literally course, raising. Yeah. Yeah. Your eyebrows yeah. are literally raising to keep your eyes open, so yeah. that you can get a lot of fatigue and a lot of um, migraines and stuff. So, but if they inject above those muscles on your eyebrows your eyes are going to actually droop. Huh. And so that's when, like, so a lot of people come to me for Botox fuck-ups uh-huh. or if they don't like it. So we can help, like, we can help metabolize the Botox quicker if you're not enjoying it. So a lot of people get their lips done with Botox because they want the, the flat flip, line. Flip, no, no, no. Oh. They want the flat line. So when they smile, they don't want their lips to get tight, so they inject under the nose yeah. and a little bit in the oh. in the chin. But you can't drink out of a champagne glass. You can't drink. Oh. So if they don't like that, they come to us and we break it down. Oh, interesting. We can probably get rid of it in maybe three sessions. Jesus oh, wow. Christ. So, that, you know, pros and cons we yeah. can help with anything yeah. yeah all right questions hit me um the answer is no yeah <laughs> chinese medicine annual cycle i've bled like a waterfall post babies and she said to follow on from that i've settled with 
I settled with the bloody marina. I was bleeding that much. Have heard Chinese medicine can do wonders for your cycle. Getting my marina taken out in the next couple of months. Would love to hear any advice in regards to this. I feel like we've this. already spoken about a cycle, have we? Or? Well, no, this is this is a specific health yeah. question. And okay. if you send me a specific health Instagram, I'll be like, you need an appointment because that's a specific yeah, health question. Okay. And I am not legally bound to be able to give you anything via yeah. the internet. However, um, if you're bleeding like one depending like that's a bit hard because after birth mm. you are going to bleed excessively that's yeah. going to happen is it a retained product or is her it, kids are older i know that yeah okay so there's there's different levels of this question yeah yes chinese medicine can help you regulate your menstrual cycle post-birth mm-hmm. the other thing that needs to be checked is all of your bloods mm. again if you're anemic mm-hmm. you're going to hemorrhage oh yeah. yeah it's it's going to be a factor of it and after having children i like the amount of menstrual issues that people have when they're still breastfeeding and they don't have enough vital energy or nutrients to breastfeed so can you get acupuncture when whilst pregnant breastfeeding everything okay. we can stab you if you've got your menstruation we can stab you if you had your marina put in that day yeah we can give you acupuncture to help with the labor induction we can give you acupuncture during labor so we, literally can get acupuncture we can whenever. we can we have ways of working around all parts of your cycle okay yeah. men and women and um, if you're transitioning from male to female or female to male mm-hmm. we can also help with that okay how to fix liver chi stagnation scream Really? I'll get all the anger out. Well, liver chi, stag- <laughs> <laughs> liver chi stagnation has got a multitude of issues like yep. that. Liver chi stagnation is about 35 different Western paradigms. So liver chi stagnation can be period pain that goes down your thighs. Liver chi stagnation can be uh, premenstrual pain on your breast. Um, liver chi stagnation can be clenching your jaw. Liver chi stagnation can be genuinely uh, pain in your liver area. Liver chi stagnation can be dried out hair. Liver chi stagnation can be brittle nails. Liver chi stagnation can be migraine. Mm. Liver chi stagnation can be repression of emotions. Liver chi stagnation can be I'm really angry and don't know how to say anything. So depending on the degree of liver chi stagnation, I'd be saying, look, you need to find a way to safely outlet anger. You've never been taught how to be angry safely. So go to a break room, grab a pillow, scream into it, fill a bath, scream into it, mm. go into the ocean, scream into it, make a bowl, bowl full of water, scream into it, punch your pillow until you can't punch it anymore. Do silly dancing in the kitchen until you're actually exhausted and tired. Shake your body, write an angry letter to the person that fucked you off, wipe your ass with it and think about sending it to them. <laughs> you don't have to do it, but there are lots of exercises that you can do. Another one that's great is Tai Chi. Tai Chi is really good cultivation for working the body. But the, if you have liver chest stagnation, see a fucking therapist. Okay. You, you need some skills to work through it. A proper like psychologist for your head. See psychologist. a psychologist. See someone that has really big insurances for the brain. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is the meaning of white hair in traditional Chinese medicine? You old. Oh, really? <laughs> what about what about oh, early? So, so if you're graying what, prematurely. Like graying if, if, you're, if you're prematurely graying, we say that the 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 jing or the, the shen, so your uh, your your kidney system or your vital the system of your kidneys so shin or your jing so the vital energy that you were bought with is um being used up so you've used all your oh rudimentary adrenals or you've used up all your vital energy too quickly so it's so you're not stressed too young hereditary again could it be yeah. what did you inherit did oh. you if you burnt so for example if you only have 100 steps are you going to run 98 of them huh. and then you got two left it's the same with your, your core energy of your body. Are you cultivating? So mm-hmm. we say that too much stress, too much sex, children too soon together. Jeez. Um, like if you – it takes two years for the body to recover from a birth. Wow. So lots of people having babies, 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 or IVF cycle, IVF cycle, IVF yeah, cycle, IVF cycle. Like they're not letting the body recuperate because they're under this illusion that they can control time, which doesn't happen. Um, so, yeah, it, it means that you've um, used up your vital chi and energy. Use it up permanently gone or you can... Depends how much you want to invest in relaxing. 
Interesting. Think about it. all these people here don't want to actually chill the fuck out. <laughs> How yes. many people do I have to beat with a stick just to take half a day off work? Mm. Yeah. Or when was the last time you actually took a sick day just to look after yourself? Mm. Before yesterday. you got sick. <laughs> Before you got sick. True. You know, That's could you true. could oh, you have cancelled so something? You know, like a sick day can also be used to not get sick. Yeah. That's actually That's true, isn't it? A, a sick day can also be used because you just need a fucking break. Mm. Self-employed people, when the fuck do they take a day off? True. When did they – I had this conversation with you. Mm. When do you book in the nothing time? Never. Why? I don't know. Why? You know, like this is the We're this addicted. is the addiction. I don't addicted. like – when I've got nothing, I'm like, fine. So that's the addiction. Yeah, the, the, it is an addiction. The, the fear is being alone. alone. The fear is what is actually your body feeling. So everything you're doing is an avoidance of your current state. Oh, my God, so true. Yeah. <laughs> don't it's, look at me like that. Sarah, you have to have a sick day next week. <laughs> but the, um, even even if you just booked in once every three weeks, a fuck-off day. It's so, so true. So for me, Fridays are usually That's my fuck-off human days. Yeah, we should have Fridays of fuck-off days and then we'll be more productive we during the week. To, we used to do that with the girls. We used to do like a Friday, like let's go do something. We do it for like once Yeah, but twice because the thing is not to do anything though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, or you know what? Don't fucking talk to me until 2 p.m. Mm. I like that. Like it's just my pot around I don't want to use my phone. I don't want to do anything. I just need to reset and defrag myself. I really like that. And then I can humanate. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like I realize we're like, oh, I don't have to do I can do it. I'm like, actually, it's really vitally important that you stop and smell the day. Mm-hmm. Whether that be roses or dogs or whatever you're doing. Like, so true. Y- you don't get this time back. You, mm. You're here to live. And if we're too busy being busy, I mean, I'm a fucking, I'm calling pot calling the kettle black here. Mm. But I mean, it's something that I've really been working on and everyone's working from trip like I'm triggered, I'm in a trauma, I've got too much to do. I'm mm. like, but you can't stop and accept glimmers unless you learn to have moments of sitting still. So, Oh, my God, that's so true. We saw a oh. friend on the weekend and I actually thought this on the weekend. She was like, I was like, oh, how is life? And <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, I just work so much, but I'm just going to work so hard so then I can retire. Mm. And I was like, they won't know how to retire. And then I was just, I was just thinking about it. Then that just flicked to me. I was like, whoa, that's like. But you you're not leave. enjoying the moment. You're just going to work so hard that what, in like 30 years you can retire and then but you don't you know how to switch off. You won't. So uh, if you're, what was I going to say? So one of the one of the simplest, smallest exercises is obviously when you come to your acupuncture mm. and make you sit still for 45 minutes And you take our phone. I take your phones <laughs> away. And my clients are freaking like, oh, I want to listen to a podcast. I'm like, that is a sign of how fucked up your yeah. head is that you can't even not think. Yeah. So if you're that scared to be alone, we have a really big problem. Yeah. But the one thing that I would say is a, a gateway to starting to be a bit more comfortable in yourself is there's two exercises. One is get a timer and for eight minutes, three times a day, focus on your breathing. So breathe mm-hmm. in for the count of three and out for the count of six. So you have to count in, one, two, three, and you have to count out, one, two, three, four, five, six. And you have a timer. So you know that you're going to have to get up and go, mm-hmm. right? So that's fine. And it's really hard to keep counting. Mm-hmm. So at least you're not and then, mm. and with Chinese medicine, when you expand your lungs and your breath is stronger, that's the meta element that cuts through the wood, which is the liver element. The mm. other thing we know about when you have proper deep breathing is it drops your cortisol yeah. and it changes how the metabolic pathways work that way. The other thing that it does is if it pushes your diaphragm down, because our diaphragm is really, really tight, that diaphragm getting pushed down is going to aid digestion. Mm-hmm. That diaphragm getting pushed down is also going to make sure that your lungs absorb oxygen to the lower lobes. So again, it drops the cortisol in the body even more, as well as the fact that if you train that muscle, you'll start to breathe deeper naturally overall, which will get on top of the liver element, huh. controlling everything. Yeah. The other thing that I recommend, which might be a little bit confronting, but again, you just put a timer on your phone once a day for five minutes and you stop. And because it's we're addicted to overthinking, you just go, what am I feeling? 
and you can only articulate the somatic sensation. Not, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling scared. I'm like, okay, if you just sit there, what do you notice in your body? Oh, my jaw is clenching, my jaw is tight. Can I feel the outline? What does my body want to do with that? Would it like to clench further? Okay, I'm just going to accept following where this muscle will go. And then your jaw might clench and you think, fuck, I'm going to break my teeth. Mm -hmm. But you're like, no, no, I'm just trusting the body. It knows what it needs to do because quite often it needs to do a cellular trauma release. It's holding on to something that you might even know what it's holding on to. And you're just going to observe and follow. If you get tightness in your chest, oh, I feel anxious. No, you don't feel anxious. You feel tightness. You feel intensity. You feel pressure. Where is the outline? It is just a physical sensation. Don't buy into the story. Mm -hmm. So if you are addicted to overthinking and overstressing, you just have to do this for like five minutes a day and then extend it to six minutes and then extend it to 20 minutes and then do your breathing three times a day at least you know you're taking space once in a moment mm. to actually practice the extension of being present mm-hmm. she says perfectly uh-huh. I used to be so good at that when I did a lot of yoga and as I've gotten older and busyness I can't sit in it I mean I can when I get into it but I choose but it, not to but it becomes a discipline yeah, rather than is, a choice yeah, so you know true. if you yeah. just make it a yeah if it make it part of your day yeah you have to do it yeah and it, there's no such thing as motivation. That's, yeah. that's crock shit. It's just do. Yeah. Nobody so nobody wants to do any of that shit. That's funny. I'm reading the Atomic Habits book and it's, he's like exactly nobody, nobody wants to do it. No. Nah. I'm and waiting for motivation. <laughs> Why did you get drunk? I, I read this quote the other day <laughs> and I actually said it to one of our friends and it was both what you were talking about before, like schedule a fucking break. It's like you can't ding have, ding and you're fine. You can't have a breakthrough without a break. Mm. Well, you know what? Bread needs rest to rise. Mm. But you you have to have a rest, like, and you see it in kids. If you don't give them the nap or the downtime, they can't get up yeah, and do stuff. They can't true. do the homework. But, I mean, and so it has shown that the best way that you're productive with homework and learning is to play. When was the last time you were silly and played? Mm. Like, oh, we've said we need to have more fun. Mm. That's you just have to incorporate it. So, like, you have a break and you're like, right, this is like, like the way here. I was basically the best Mariah Carey. <laughs> um, and in the car, I hit the notes, but like, you'd have to just yeah. believe me. Um, <laughs> so, it is something that you just have to implement by choice or not. Yeah. Like, you, there's no such thing as motivation. There's no such thing as I'm suddenly inspired. You just have to plug it in. Mm. And then that's how you start to learn to be like, oh, I'm noticing it in my system. I'm noticing more glimmers. I'm noticing I'm having more joy. I'm noticing that, I, oh, I can f- understand that my body doesn't like being around this person. No, I'm not actually bloated. I'm only bloated when I eat XYZ. Or I'm only bloated when I'm eating standing up. Comes from slowing down. Mm. Well, we're only here once yeah. that we're aware of. Mm. All right. Final question because it was the most common question. Hair no. growth. <laughs> <laughs> Hair growth. Yes, it's something that we do work with. But, yep. again, it's dependent on a lot of factors. So if you've been bald for five years, no. Mm. Uh, you need to go to the hair regrowth clinics and use the medication or get um, follicle transplant, which are great. Mm-hmm. Follic- like I think those are the, the advances in that is amazing. Mm. Uh, we do treat a lot of hair regrowing. Mm-hmm. So if you're new to hair loss, so it's been six months to two years, We've got a pretty good result of getting it back or getting some luster back. If you're losing it through breastfeeding or menopause or stress, um, alopecia is a different level of hair loss. So sometimes you might actually have to go on medication at the same time Mm -hmm. to understand where that came from. But, yeah, it's something we see a lot of. And in development at the moment, I'm testing a hair growth serum. So far it's got like 92% success rate in clinical trials. So I'm just... Working on that behind the scenes. Go just you. letting you know, like, what do the people want? Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I can deliver. Um, but, yeah, so we've got these really fantastic hair growth herbs, mm-hmm. which, like, my hair got burnt off from bleach. 
and I was like, you motherfucker. Yeah, and yeah. so I just devoured these herbs and I take a lot of NAD plus infusions. Yep. That for me was a really good way of growing my hair as fast as I could. Mm. Um, diet's a really big one and reducing your stress in all forms. Okay. So whether that would be doing too much, traveling too much, not sleeping enough, consumptions of essential vitamins and minerals, consumption of food, quite often like increasing your gut bacteria for healthy bacteria will also help increase the nutrients that get to the extension of your skin because we say that the hair on your head is the extension of blood. The hair on your body is the extension of your lungs. Hmm. So like if you're like, oh, but I'm Greek and I'm full of hair, we're like, you know what, You've got really healthy lungs. I'm Italian and I'm full of hair. There you go, healthy lungs. Healthy <laughs> oh, lungs. My arms and everywhere, yeah. Yeah, healthy lungs. Okay. You can scream. Yeah. You can complain. Yes. You, you got it. You got it going I'm on. very vocal, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Great lungs. Yeah, so we do do a lot for, for hair growth as mm-hmm. much as we can. And um, we have a pretty good success rate. I'm pretty pragmatic about results. But you're really not going to see huge anything for six weeks to three months because the hair cycle and the hair follicle cycle is, you know, if I could get it quicker, I would charge so much more. Yeah. I'd be like, boom. Done. And that's the thing. Everyone wants a quick fix. And what I'm yeah. learning, it's all about consistency. It's consistency and it takes time. And you have to think about whatever made you sick took time to get to that. Mm-hmm. Like not everything is a car accident. And even if it's a car accident, there was probably something going on at the time before that occurred. So, yes, it does take time, but it took time for you to create the pathways to get stressed. doesn't mean there aren't pathways for you to create to build your way out of it. There's yeah. always a ladder. So, so interesting. True. Hmm. I like – no, I'm not going to say even more respect for you, but like, I just found that so insightful and I've learned so much more about you and Chinese medicine and like the practicality of it all. Yeah, we just need – look, my absolute passion is to advocate for Chinese medicine mm. in all its formats and its traditional format. Like a lot of it has been whitewashed, a lot of it has been uh, culturally appropriated and I get flack for this all the time, but I endeavour to make sure that I'm articulating it correctly, telling everyone the correct terms and how to refer to it and how to use it in your lifestyle the way that it was intended. Mm. Um, you know, like, so it's 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 definitely a holistic medicine that works in conjunction with everything else you're doing. So a lot of the herbs that we prescribe you, you can take with your prescriptive medication. Okay. We're educated to know what is going on with, with what you're already taking, what's happening before you have an operation that you need to stop. Um, Chinese medicine is completely and utterly integrated and that is my favourite thing about it. Mm. I want everyone to know more about it. It's a viable option that can help with all sorts of things. I think a lot of people are getting, like we've got a a friend before, would never have seen a Chinese doctor. And now that she's like, why haven't I done this ever? (laughs) And I'm like, I've literally been telling you for 20 years, like what the hell? Got to beat them over the head with a pan. But you can't, you've got to be their choice and their journey. Can lead a horse to water. Sorry, I'm going to end on this one because I fucked it up the other day in the car. Oh, yeah? Foot baths. <laughs> <laughs> what about foot baths? The spinal be- fluid ends up in the foot bath. <laughs> and I was like, I get what you're saying, spinal but Spinal fluid no. is something recalibrate. You, if you, spinal, apparently foot baths. I saw you do the post the other day. Can fix anything. Oh, yeah, everything. I saw, I saw my this. favourite, favourite like thing. Like just a... That wasn't a fart, that was my seat. It's like your feet in a bucket or like an actual foot bath. I put it up and then Ella Ella Ding from Mavs sent me a photo of her that night doing her foot bath because she learned But a normal foot bath. Because she has the most amount of points. She's my favourite client. You have to compare. (laughs) She did the homework. (laughs) I have no idea. Okay, so a foot bath is completely different to a full body bath. I don't care what you put in. I'm going to call it foot soup. That's how much I don't care what happens. So when you put your feet in water as hot as you can, Mm-hmm. You're not going to burn yourself. I get all 
this stupid question like, what about burns? Well, then don't put your feet in boiling hot water. So, (laughs) like, the degree is 45 degrees or what have you. And if that is true fucking hot, build yourself up, but get a thermometer to check because if something above 30 degrees is too hot for you to cope with, you have a circulation issue and that foot bath will help with it. So you have to work your way up. So putting your feet in hot water as much as you can stand to about a hand span above your ankle. If you don't have a foot bath, put them in pots. If you don't have pots, buy a bucket. If you don't have a bucket, fill up the bath to only the ankles and get your whole family to sit on the side so you're not wasting the mm-hmm. water. You only need to do it for about 15 to 20 minutes. Traditionally, we would say do it beside bed, put your socks on so that traditionally your feet don't touch oh, the so ground. in socks? Yeah, put them straight in socks. So what you want to do is protect protect the chi of the feet is what we're saying. So once oh. you've got them all hot and vasodilated, you want to keep it that way. You want to protect them. Oh, so not socks in the bath. No, no, no. Take, take your feet okay, out okay. and then dry them off and okay. put your socks on. But the traditional form is that your feet don't touch the floor. We want to mm. protect the soles of your feet and your ankle because we've just juicied them up nice and warm and then you tuck into bed and you have a sleep. But the biomechanics of it is when you vasodilate the feet, um, it draws all of the heat out of your body and the the spinal system, the nervous system, the pathways up and down the spine is what you were trying to refer yes. to, then have to collaborate with the, the brain and the part of the brain that releases the uh, release of melatonin, the release of adrenaline and stress. And so you should get a cold chill and then a warm chill and it regulates the body's sleep. It drops your stress hormones. It has a better sleep for you. So when you have a better sleep, your hormones are better regulated, your pain is better regulated, your cortisol is better regulated, your sleep mechanism is better yeah. regulated, you don't sweat as much. We use it for night sweats. We use it for migraines. We use it for anxiety. We use it for digestive issues. We use it for insomnia a lot. It's a really great one for insomnia. You have to do it for at least a month and a half for it to really kick in. But it's different to having a full body bath. People go, I have a really hot shower. Not the same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And I have a really hot bath. It's not the same thing. When you have a hot bath, all all of your organs get hot. They can't regulate their own temperature. So you've just cooked yourself. It's mm-hmm. not the same. It has to be your feet. And so from a Chinese story, um, we pull we, your feet are nice and hot, so it drags all the heat and the chi from your head down to your feet. So you kind of you kind of get a bit ooh and relaxed. Mm-hmm. And then um, so we say because it draws it out, so if your heart or the organ of your heart, the shin, is too hot, we say that the soul rests in the heart to sleep. And if your heart is too hot, so you're overthinking or you're anxious or you're stressed or blah, 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 maniac, um, the heart's too hot for that soul to rest. So by doing a foot bath, we take all the heat out of the heart into the feet and put you to sleep. And by invigorating, like those points in the feet are for hormone, anxiety regulation, digestion regulation, sleep regulation. They're all the kidney, liver, vitality points of the body. So even for fertility, we would get them to do this, men and women. Uh, every night? Every fucking night. Fixes all your problems. Far and people out. go, oh, what do I need to put in it? I don't care. Put Cut up sausages for all I care. Like, just has just to be hot. hot. You can put your Epsom salts. You can put your salt. If there's something really going on, we've got herbal fo- We've got uh, herbal sachets that we make up for clients that they can put in it. Um, but essentially, hot feet. That's all I want you to do. Hot mm. foot soup. Wow. Fixes everything. I've I got will Google do reviews. it. Do it. I, I do it. And then you can give me a Google review going, I'm really sorry I didn't do it. It's my favorite Google review. <laughs> I was like, I yelled at this client for like months, just do a fucking foot bath. She's like, dude, Octavia, I'm really sorry that I didn't listen to you. Uh, foot baths really worked. And I was like, yes, right, I'm gonna do, vindicated. I am going to do. I've got a bucket big enough. I'm going to well, go Well, look, a if, if you want the free foot bath instructions, just message us at okay. um, Jong Center, so uh-huh. hi at jongcenter.com or reach us on Instagram and we'll send you the free instructions. Okay. And then you can figure it out for yourself. Huh. Fixes everything. You'll be amazed. And it's the ridiculous part is, about it is it's cheap, it's free, it's easy. It's yeah. 15 minutes. You, you could, could you literally do it while you're watching TV. Yeah. 
Ideally, we Ideally don't want not, to. But, but I'm yeah. not going to, look, yeah. I would say try not to do it with electronics. Try and yeah. just have 10 minutes to yourself. Yeah. Mm. Read your book, journal, uh, maybe do your meditation, do your practicing of your box breathing. But the key is not to put your feet on the ground. After. Whatever. Or after. Okay. Look, depends how pure it's going to be. The key yeah. is just fucking do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try that. It fixes everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Well, thank you so much for coming on. If we have Pleasure. anyone listening has now hooked on Chinese medicine and you live in Melbourne, you should definitely go and see Dr. Abby. Yeah. Yes. The Zong Center. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Pleasure. I feel back. like this has gone for like an hour and a no, half. No, I just, enjoyed it. Just, yeah, really just, just edit it short. <laughs> no, we can't. It's all like information load. Thank you thank so much. You. Thanks for having me and until um, next time. Yeah. It's us again. We're back. It's Tully and Sarah and if you don't know, we have an activewear brand called Tully Lou. And we have Australia's favourite leggings, but not only do we have leggings, we've got hoodies, we've got outerwear. We've got everything that you may need for an active lifestyle. So we want to give you guys an offer. If you've never shopped at Tully Lou or if you've shopped at Tully Lou and you just want $15 off your next order, you need to take this offer and it's TL Cherry, all caps, all one word, and pop that in at checkout and you will get $15 off. So head to our website. It's www.tallyloo.com or head to our Instagram, stalk our page, use the code and let's get you all in some TL. And welcome to the family. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 